my entire energy shifted. My depressive cloud and inner turmoil that I had been struggling with for days just shifted and lifted. Sometimes when we're really struggling, like our our self-worth or our self-esteem feel low, can really just benefit from creating a little accomplishment. Welcome to the Reach New Heights podcast, where we dive deep into all things self-healing, transformation, and building dreams. I'm Julie Householder, and it is my passion to share powerful tools to empower you to transform your life and reach new heights. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Reach New Heights podcast. Today, we are talking about how creating accomplishments can be helpful in shifting our state of mind when our confidence and our self-worth is feeling low. Before we hop into the content, I'm going to invite you to pause for a moment and just take the deepest breath you've taken all day so far. So really drawing in through your nose and exhaling out through your mouth. Did you take it? Okay, good. I invite you then to take a few more. And as you exhale, a really cool technique is just to pretend that as you exhale, you're blowing air out of your mouth as if you're blowing into a straw. And this technique really helps support the nervous system and helps bring that sense of grounding to the body. So taking another full deep breath in and exhale. Honestly, this past week, I was navigating some really difficult clouds of emotion. I don't know if you've ever had those times where you're experiencing something and the fact that you're feeling those emotions, it starts creating more emotions because not only are you experiencing this very real, valid inner turmoil going on, but then there's this part of you that's resisting feeling that way. And you might feel angry, irritated, or frustrated with even having the turmoil or feeling that feeling feeling upset that you're feeling depressed in the first place, which then kind of creates this massive mixed bag of emotions and sort of this snowball effect. This totally happened to me last week and I was having so much frustration about not being able to shift out of it. And I think there's, you know, the part of us that we all have, it's that human part of us that wants to resist feeling certain emotions and has an attachment to feeling other emotions, right? And I can definitely say that I enjoy feeling certain mind states over others. And my resistance to feeling other emotions that are more difficult can sometimes then be kind of counterproductive because my resistance in feeling something is kind of just keeping the emotions stuck. I was feeling like this and I noticed that When I start entering these states of mind, it can be really easy for old patterns or paradigms of self-criticism to come up, self-notice thoughts telling me some pretty awful stuff to me about myself, which of course kind of made the issues stronger, especially since underneath the layers of emotion, I didn't even recognize that it was around me feeling effective or my sense of self-worth and self-esteem were feeling kind of low because of some circumstances. So the self-criticism definitely didn't help. Becoming more aware, or some people like to call like what being awakened means, which isn't really a term that I use very often. I see us kind of as being awakened to our own patterns. So it doesn't mean that because we're doing this work on our consciousness or trying to improve ourselves, it doesn't mean that we're perfect by any means and it doesn't mean that the rigors of life go away. And just because I teach and talk about self-improvement doesn't make me a perfect person or a fully healed person 
or higher than anybody else at all. You know, I'm on the journey too. And every professional, every person on social media, just every person in general on this planet, no matter how they present themselves or what their job title is or what their career experience is, is not perfect. Everyone is going through something. And for those of us in the self-improvement space, whichever industry that may be, perhaps we just have practice behind us, you know, implementing different tools in our lives for self-improvement. And then we, we share them with other people. Side tangent, but I always like to keep it real with you guys. And sometimes with social media and podcasts or, or whatever, there can be like a sense of separation that, you know, the person on the mic doesn't also go through things or like is somehow like doesn't struggle. And I just like to keep it real. Yesterday, last night, my boyfriend and I ran out of toothpaste. And this seems kind of random, but I promise you it's totally connected to this topic. But we ran out of toothpaste and this was after I cut it open to make sure I used all the bits inside because, you know, like my mama taught me growing up. It was at that point of the evening where I was definitely, you know, I was not going to go driving somewhere to get some and neither was he. We were just like, ah, not not going to go out. Um, and in that moment, I remembered this recipe I used to make in college when I was trying to live a more zero waste lifestyle for toothpaste. And I used to make my toothpaste. And I don't know why I stopped. I can't remember. But anyways, I remembered this recipe. And it's two tablespoons of baking soda, two tablespoons of coconut oil, and about 10 to 17 drops of peppermint oil. And I had all of these ingredients. And so I made it. And bam, we had toothpaste. And my significant other was quite happy and he actually appreciated the recipe, which I was kind of shocked because I was kind of like expecting him to be like a little nervous about it because when I first heard about this recipe in college, I was a bit apprehensive about trying it because I've used store-bought everything throughout my entire life, right? I always had store-bought toothpaste. Um, So making it and kind of like looking at the ingredients, I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know. But when I first started making this, I was very like, pleasantly surprised at how my mouth felt cleaner and my teeth were even like whitened more and just like that in this process of making this toothpaste my entire energy shifted my kind of this depressive cloud and inner turmoil that I had been struggling with for days just shifted and lifted and it was just replaced by these feelings of accomplishment and worth I had made something cool and I was able to utilize previous knowledge for a present moment situation and I just felt, I don't know, I was just like, I felt great. I was like, I made that toothpaste, like I did that. Now I'm not trying to say that all we need to do is make some homemade toothpaste to address every situation or life difficulty or mental health symptomology that we're experiencing. I'm not saying that at all. Um, But for me personally, in this specific turmoil that I was feeling, given my personality and my life interests and just this specific situation, but I've always loved creating things. I like being creative. I like making things. As a child, I just loved stuff like that. Like I loved arts and crafts and cooking or baking. It wasn't as much cooking, but I loved baking. And I always felt accomplished afterwards with the finished product, whether it was like a tray of cookies or like something that I made, even if it hadn't really turned out as much as I liked. I just really enjoyed the process of creating and the feeling after of just completing a project. Sometimes in those moments of life when we're really struggling, our self-worth or our self-esteem feel low and can really just benefit from creating a little accomplishment. When things go on in life where I feel very out of control, I notice that my first impulse is usually to start cleaning or organizing my apartment because there's something in my nervous system that feels very secure in the physical representation of moving 
a mess into organization and it just helps me feel like more secure and I also really feel accomplished afterwards when I look at a clean space and it looks really nice I'm like yes like I did that I cleaned that creating these accomplishments can be supportive and that's my jam like this might not be your jam necessarily but I think everyone has activities or things they can do little things in life that can bring about a sense of accomplishment for them these little things these random interests or these little accomplishments that can just make a huge difference when maybe we're just stressed out about something and when we feel low and we don't really feel effective or our sense of self feels low I invite you this week to just like think about, you know, what activities or tasks in childhood brought you a sense of accomplishment? What activities, tasks, or events in your life have brought you that sense of accomplishment or a sense of completing something? Because gaining clarity around that can be very beneficial in recognizing another tool to add to your toolbox as you navigate hardships of, of human life. And it can be a tool that randomly will pop up into your mind one day when you might be navigating some some stuff that I had mentioned and just want to feel like a little sense of accomplishment. I'm wishing you all a beautiful week. I'll catch you next time on the Reach New Heights podcast. From my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I love creating it. As always, you can connect with me on Instagram at JULHouseholder or my website, juliehouseholder.com. I love hearing how you've integrated these episodes into your life. And if you feel called, please leave a review on iTunes so we can help others reach new heights.